of Soka Gakkai becoming featured in Shoshu member. I'm your host, Alexander. And oh, don't mind the noise here. And I'm going to be reading from the major writings of Nichiren that I've shown in Volume 1. It's translated by the Nichiren Shoshu International Center. And this is a 1979 edition. So, I used to be part of the Soka Gakkai for 10 years. And when I started to ask about where the scroll comes from, where does the thing that the SGI calls the Gahon Zone, where does it come from? Who makes it? Who creates it? Because that's important. It's important because whoever made it, that's the life state you're gonna get when you chant, when you fuse with it. And uh, in Nichiren Shoshu, I found out that the high priest is the only person that makes the Gahon Zones. And, and there's a living essence that is a part of the whole equation. These are things you don't hear about in the SGI. They try to say, oh, there's nothing special, nothing special, nothing special about the nature and Shoshu. But you know what? For over 700 years, 750 years, there's been a lot of people who thought there was something special about, about the priesthood. So, so if you're an SGI member, just ask the question, where does the scroll come from that you're worshiping? You know, they, they tell you, oh, it's a piece of paper until you chant in front of it, and then it becomes whatever they say it becomes. Although in 2014, they took the Dai Gohonzon out of the prayer book, and that's, that's the ultimate purpose of Nichiren Daishonin's advent. That's riddled throughout the Gosho. So just ask the question, where does it come from? And if you do, be careful, because they're going to treat you a little weird. Where, who told you to ask that question? And it's just, you'll, it will all begin to reveal itself. So without too much more about that, because I've said that a lot in these episodes. I'm going to be reading from page 89 of volume 1. This is the true entity of life. It's the name of the Goshen. Here we go. Question. In the Hoben chapter of volume 1 of the Lotus Sutra is the passage, the true entity of all phenomena can only be understood and shared between Buddhas. This reality consists of the appearance, nature, and their consistency from beginning to end. What does this passage mean? Answer. It means that all beings in their environments in any of the ten worlds from hell to the lowest, excuse me, from hell at the lowest to Buddhahood at the highest are, without exception, the manifestations of Myoho Renge Kyo. Where there is an environment, there is life within it. Miao Lo states, both life, Shoho, and its environment, Eho, always manifest Myoho Renge Kyo. He also states, the true entity is invariably revealed in all phenomena, and all phenomena invariably possess the ten factors. The ten factors invariably function within the ten worlds, and the ten worlds invariably entail both life and its environment. And both the life and environment of hell exist within the life of Buddha. On the other hand, the life and environment of Buddha do not transcend the lives of common mortals. Such precise explanations leave no room for doubt. Thus, all life in the universe is clearly Myoho Renge Kyo. Even the two Buddhas, Shakyamuni and Taho, are the functions of Myoho Renge Kyo, who appeared to bestow its blessings upon mankind. They manifested themselves as the two Buddhas, and seated together in the treasure tower, nodded in mutual agreement. 
No one but Nichiren has ever revealed these teachings. Tiantai, Miaolo, and Dengyo knew in their hearts, but did not declare them aloud. There was reason for their silence. The Buddha had not entrusted them with this mission. The time had not yet come, and they had not been the Buddha's disciples from ages past. No one but Jogyo, Muhingyo, and other leaders, and the other leaders of the Bodhisattvas of the earth, can appear during the first five hundred years of the latter day of the law. Excuse me, of the latter day to spread the law of Myoho Renge Kyo. Only they are qualified to inscribe the object of worship, which physically manifests the ceremony of the two Buddhas seated together in the treasure tower. This is because both the law and the object of worship are the reality of Ichinen Sanzen revealed in the Juryo chapter of the essential teaching. The two Buddhas, Shakyamuni and Taho, are merely functions of the true Buddha, while Myoho Renge Kyo actually is the true Buddha. The sutra explains this as the Tathagata's secret and his mystic power. The secret refers to the entity of the Buddha's three properties and the mystic power to their functions. The entity is the true Buddha and the function a provisional Buddha. The common mortal is the entity of the three properties or the true Buddha. The Buddha is the function of the three properties or a provisional Buddha. Shakyamuni is thought to have possessed the three virtues of sovereign, teacher, and parent for the sake of us common mortals, but on the contrary, it is the common mortal who endowed him with the three virtues. Jintai explains the Tathagata as follows. Nyorai is the title of the Buddhas of the Ten Directions and Three Existences. Of the two Buddhas and the three Buddhas, and of all the Buddhas, true and provisional. Here, the true Buddha is the common mortal, whereas provisional Buddhas means the Buddha. Nevertheless, there is a clear distinction between a Buddha and a common mortal, in that a common mortal is deluded while a Buddha is enlightened. The common mortal fails to realize that he himself possesses both the entity and the function of the Buddha's three properties. All phenomena in the sutra refers to the ten worlds, and the true entity is what permeates the ten worlds. Reality is another expression from Myoho Renge Kyo. Hence, Myoho Renge Kyo is manifest in all phenomena. Hell appears hellish. That is the reality of hell. When hunger emerges, the reality of hell is no longer present. A Buddha exhibits the reality of a Buddha, and a common mortal that of a common mortal. All phenomena are themselves manifestations of Myoho Renge Kyo. This is the meaning of all phenomena reveal the true entity. Tentai states, the profound principle of true entity is the original law of Myoho Renge Kyo. Thus identifying the phrase true entity with a theoretical teaching and the original law of Myoho Renge Kyo with the essential teaching. You should ponder this passage deep in your heart. Although not worthy of the honor, Nichiren was nevertheless the first to spread the mystic law entrusted to Bodhisattva Jogyo for propagation in the latter day of the law. Nichiren was also the first to inscribe the Gohonzon, which is the embodiment of the Buddha from the remote past as revealed in the Juryo chapter of the essential teaching of Taho Buddha, who appeared when the Hoto chapter of the theoretical teaching was preached, and the Bodhisattvas of the earth who emerged with the Yujutsu chapter. No matter how people may hate Nichiren, they cannot possibly alter the fact of his enlightenment. 
To have exiled Nietzsche to this remote island is therefore a sin that can never be expiated, even with the passing of countless aeons. A passage from the Hiyu chapter reads, Not even an aeon would be time enough to explain the full gravity of this sin. On the other hand, not even the wisdom of the Buddha can fathom the blessings one will obtain by giving alms to Nietzsche and by becoming his disciple. The Okuo chapter reads, Not even with the Buddha's wisdom can one measure these benefits. Nichiren alone began to carry out the task of the bodhisattvas of the earth. He may even be one of them. If Nichiren should be a bodhisattva of the earth, then so must his disciples. The Hoshi chapter states, If there is someone, whether man or woman, who secretly teaches to one person even a single phrase of the Lotus Sutra, let it be known that he is the envoy of the Buddha, sent to carry out the Buddha's work. Who else but us can this possibly refer to? When one is praised highly by others, he feels there is no hardship he cannot bear, such as the courage which springs from words of praise. The votary born in the latter day of the law who propagates the Lotus Sutra will encounter the three powerful enemies who will cause him to be exiled and even sentence him to death. Yet Shakyamuni Buddha will enfold in his robe of mercy those who nonetheless persevere in propagating. All gods will make them offerings, support them with their shoulders, and carry them on their backs. They possess supreme good fortune and qualify as leaders of all mankind. Thus extolled by Shakyamuni Buddha, Taho Buddha, and all the other Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, the seven ranks of heavenly gods and five ranks of earthly gods, Kishimojin and her ten daughters, the four heavenly kings, Bonten, Taishoku, King Emma, the gods of the waters and winds, the gods of the seas and mountains, Dainichi Buddha, Bodhisattvas, Fugen, and Manju, and the gods of the sun and the moon. Nichiren has been able to endure countless harsh trials. When praised, one does not consider his personal risk, and when criticized, he can recklessly cause his own ruin. Such is the way of common mortals. No matter what, Maintain your faith as a votary of the Lotus Sutra and forever exert yourself as Nichiren's disciple. If you are of the same mind as Nichiren, you must be a bodhisattva of the earth. And since you are a bodhisattva of the earth, there is not the slightest doubt that you have been a disciple of the Buddha from the remote past, the remotest past. The Yujutsu chapter states, I have taught these people since the remotest past. End quote. There should be no discrimination among those who propagate the five characters of Myoho Renge Kyo in the latter day of the law, be they men or women, were they not bodhisattvas of the earth, they could not chant the Daimoku. Only I and each of them at first chanted not Myoho Renge Kyo, but then two, three, and a hundred followed, chanting and teaching others. Likewise, propagation will unfold this way in the future. Doesn't this signify emerging from the earth? At the time of Kosumurufu, the entire Japanese nation will chant not Myoho Renge Kyo, as surely as an arrow aimed at the earth cannot miss the target. Now you must build your reputation as a votary of the Lotus Sutra and devote yourself to it. Shakyamuni Buddha and Taho Buddha, seated in the treasure tower in the air, surrounded by all other Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, nodded in agreement. What they decided upon was solely for the perpetuation of the true law throughout the latter day. Taho Buddha had offered Shakyamuni Buddha a place beside him, and when they unfurled the banner of Myoho Renge Kyo, the two leaders of the entire multitude made their decision together. Could there have been anything false in their decision? Their ultimate purpose in meeting was to provide a way for all of us ordinary people to attain Buddhahood. Although I was not at, the ceremony, at that ceremony, and looking at the sutra, this is crystal clear. 
On the other hand, I may have been at the ceremony, but since I am a common mortal, it is beyond my power to know the past. There is no doubt, however, that in the present life I am the votary of the Lotus Sutra, and that in the future I will therefore reach the seat of enlightenment. Judging the past from this point of view, I must have been at the ceremony in the air. There can be no discontinuity between past, present, and future. Because I view things this way, I feel immeasurable delight, even though I am now in exile. Joy as well as sorrow brings us to tears. Tears express our feeling for both blessings and misfortune. The 1,000 arhats shed tears in memory of the Buddha, and in tears Bodhisattva Monju chanted Myoho Renge Kyo. From among those 1,000 arhats, the Venerable Ananda replied in tears, Thus I heard. Thereupon the tears of all the others fell, wetting their inkstones, they wrote, Nyoho Renge Kyo, followed by, Thus I heard. I need you to now feel exactly as they did. I am now in exile because I spread the teaching of Nyoho Renge Kyo. I spread this teaching because I, too, heard thus. Shakyamuni Buddha and Taho Buddha left Nyoho Renge Kyo for the Japanese and all people in the future. I cannot hold back my tears when I think of the great persecution confronted me now, or when I think of the joy of attaining Buddhahood in the future. Birds cry, but never shed tears. I and Ichiden do not cry, but my tears flow ceaselessly. I shed my tears not for worldly affairs, but solely for the sake of the Lotus Sutra. So indeed, they must be tears of Amrita. The Nirvana Sutra states that while the tears one sheds throughout his many existences on the death of his parents, brothers, sisters, wives, children, and followers may surpass the quantity of water in all the seas. He weeps not a drop for Buddhism. One becomes a votary of the Lotus Sutra by virtue of his practice and past existences. It is his karmic relationship that determine whether which among so many of the same kind of trees are made into images of Buddha. It is also because of karma that some Buddhas are born as provisional ones. In this letter, I have written my most important teachings. Grasp their meaning. Make them part of your part of your life. Believe in the Gohonzon, the supreme object of worship in the world. Forge strong faith and receive the protection of Shakyamuni, Taho, and all the other Buddhas. Exert yourself in the two ways of practice and study. Without practice and study, there can be no Buddhism. You must not only persevere yourself, you must also teach others. Both practice and study arise from faith. Teach others to the best of your ability, even if only a single sentence or phrase. Nam myoho renge kyo, nam myoho renge kyo. With my deep respect, Nietzsche, the seventh day of the fifth month. Postscript. I have already passed on to you many of my important teachings. Those I have revealed to you in this letter are especially important. Is there not a mystic bond between us? Are you not the embodiment of one of the four bodhisattvas of the earth, headed by Jogyo, who led bodhisattvas equal in number to the sands of the 60,000 Ganges rivers? There must be some profound reason for our relationship. I have given you some of the most important teachings relating to my own life and practice. Nichiren may be one of the countless bodhisattvas of the earth, for I have been chanting nam myoho renge kyo out of my desire to guide all the men and women in Japan. Hence the phrase of the sutra, among the bodhisattvas are four who led the entire multitude. The first is called Jogyo, the second Mohengyo, the third Jogyo, and the fourth Anrugyo. They are the four highest leaders. Our deep relationship in the past has made you one of my disciples. By all means, keep these matters to yourself. Nichiren has therein, as herein, 
committed to writing the teachings of his own enlightenment. I will end here. End quote. The background. This Gosho was written to Serenbo from Ichinosawa, Sado Island, on May 17, 1273. The postscript states, those teachings I have revealed to you in this letter are especially important. By all means, keep these matters to yourself. Nichiren is as herein committed to writing the teachings of his own enlightenment. The true entity of life thus concerns Nichiren Daishonin himself, specifically, the enlightenment and the practice of the original Buddha in the latter day of the law. We can presume that Serenbo already knew something about the true entity of all phenomena. It was a fundamental concept in the Tendai school. He could not, however, thoroughly come to grips with it through Tendai's theory alone, so he asked the Daishonin for an explanation. The true entity of life was the Daishonin's reply. Though comparatively short, this document contains two important elements of the Daishonin's Buddhism. It was written a month after Nichiren Daishonin wrote The True Object of Worship, in which he revealed the core of Buddhist practice in the latter day of the law, explaining the Daiko Honzon, the supreme object of worship, and the way for all people to attain enlightenment. The true entity of life begins with a passage from the whole Ben chapter, the heart of the theoretical teaching of the Lotus Sutra, which reads, quote, the true entity of all phenomena can only be understood and shared between Buddhas. This reality consists of the appearance, nature, and their consistency from beginning to end, end quote. This means that no phenomena is in any way different from the true entity of life, that is, Nyoho Renge Kyo, and all the innumerable forms and realities, both concrete and abstract, in the great universe are the manifestations of Nyoho Renge Kyo. It then reveals the essence of the Lotus Sutra, the law of Nyoho Renge Kyo, and its embodiment, the Gohonzon. That is the first element, what is called Hohonzon, the object of worship in terms of the law. After elucidating the ultimate teaching of the Lotus Sutra, the Daishonin declares that only Bodhisattva Jogyo, the leader of the Bodhisattvas of the earth, can propagate that teaching, and that the Daishonin himself carried out the mission which was entrusted to Bodhisattva Jogyo in the light of his own behavior and fulfillment of predictions in the Lotus Sutra. Nichiren Daishonin suggests that he himself is the incarnation of Bodhisattva Jogyo. However, a deeper interpretation identifies him as the original Buddha of Kwan Ganjo, who was to establish the Daigo Honzon for the salvation of all the people in the latter day. Thus, the true entity of life also reveals Nin Honzon, explaining the object of worship in terms of the person. This is the second element. Through both the person and the law, the Daishonin reveals the prime object of reverence to the people of the latter day, drawing together the main points he expounded in the opening of the eyes, Nin Honzon, and the true object of worship, Hohonzon. The latter half of this letter informs Serenbo that those who devote themselves to propagating true Buddhism in the same spirit as the original Buddha are themselves bodhisattvas of the earth. The Daishonin predicts that Kosen Rufu will be attained in the future and concludes by setting down the core of Buddhist practice, the way of faith, practice, and study for the latter day on into eternity. That was wonderful. I want to touch on something here. So back on page 93, it says, Were they not bodhisattvas of the earth, they could not chant the Daimoku. There should be no discrimination among those who propagate the five characters of Nyoha Renge Kyo. What happened with the SGI? What happened? The Nichiren Shoshu priesthood chants, and they propagate. So why would the SGI discriminate no matter what they did? if they were following the Go Show. You know, in the SGI, you're encouraged, if you're having a problem with a fellow member, to, to still engage that member, to 
to think of things that you like about that member and to chant to unite with that member and with sensei and, and that somehow you're going to have a breakthrough. Why didn't they use that same equation with the priesthood? You think they'd get more benefit than just chanting about their district leader, chapter leader, region leader, territory leader. It's, it baffles, it, it blows and baffles. It baffles my mind. Anyway, I hope you gained something. Thank you for joining me. And for those of you wanting the numbers of the Nichiren Shoshu temples here in America, and soon I'll have the numbers for other ones, I'm just going to put this at the end of every episode. Um, Los Angeles area, Myohoji Temple, phone number 323-565-2888. Uh, New York area, Myosetsuji Temple, phone number 718-961-7269. Hawaii Hon. Hawaii Honsaiji Temple, I believe, 808-235-8486. San Francisco area, Myoshinji Temple, that's the temple I belong to, woohoo! Uh, 510-222-8372. Washington, D.C. area, Washington, Washington, D.C. area, Myosenji Temple, 301-593-9397. Vancouver area, Myoshoji Temple, 604-580-3993. And if you're in Brazil, the phone number there for the temple is 115581-8215. Thank you. And please call them with your questions. They have wonderful answers. Email them. Um, seek the law.